Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Yeah. Happy Thursday everybody. We are officially on the back side of what the week. What was that? That was Ricky Martin had a couple more He's things he needed going. to say. Yeah, he still kicking and stretching. He sure is. He was like, "I'm still here. Don't forget about me." Um, but that's not why we gathered here today on the Colleen and Bradley show. We have far more serious topics to discuss. Oh yeah, including but not limited to the Cobra Gang. Let's get them together. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the What are you doing? What's what's wrong? Are you okay? Kim Kardashian. Did you get stuck? <laughs> you guys, I'm considering my options. <laughs> what? So Kim Kardashian, and I can't hear myself very well. Is that me or you guys? You know? Um, somebody came into my studio yesterday and pressed a bunch of buttons. So it Do could, I sound okay? could be you, you me. Sound I can okay. hear you. You guys both sound okay. Okay. It, it might be on your end. All okay. Right. It's user error. Okay. <laughs> Kim Kardashian, you guys, is considering her options, her options regarding her future with husband Kanye West. Now, we got the Cobra Gang together because I don't buy it. And I need us to understand why we're being told that Kim Kardashian has a backup plan should things with Kanye go south. Meaning, what are they really trying to tell us and who's they? Who Who's saying these things at Centera? Okay, tell us what exactly yes. is being said because I was yes. about to just jump right over you and give Stop you my opinions. In and that's the toilet on my Emmy Award. I didn't mean to do that. My apologies. So here's the thing exclusive from Us Weekly means the, the call the is coming from inside the house. Okay. What that means is a source is talking to Us Weekly, and I'm very suspicious, as we always are, when a source is talking exclusively to a tabloid. Uh, known as People Magazine or Us Weekly. Therefore, here's what the sources say. Um, Kim is considering her options when it comes to her future with Kanye. She is stressed out between studying law, taking care of the kids, and helping Kanye. She is hoping for this to pass. Whatever that means. I think they're referring to Kanye's... um, Mood? Headlines? Probably not a kidney stone. Right. 
Um, the source would like you to know that Kim Kardashian does have divorce options planned out if it comes to that. Okay. Okay. So this is, oh God. No, that's it. That's the, that's the gist, the main thrust of this story. This smells to me of the Kardashians floating an idea out there to see what the reaction would be. Because at the end of the day, first of all, if you have, if you're exploring options, that's like you're not in it anymore. You see what I mean? And if you're making the fact that you're exploring options public, that's not about your options. That's about how people are going to react to your options. Yeah. Right? So, but that presumes that that is correct, mm-hmm. that that she actually does have those plans. And I think that that in and of itself is suspect because if you were having issues with Kanye West such that you were going to divorce I him... I am having issues with Kanye okay, West. But you're not married to him. True. Um, but if you were, and you were having issues with him, and you were planning to divorce him, would that not have come out a long time ago? And in fact, haven't we talked about him and Kanye divorcing since, I don't know, about five minutes after they got married? Now, I mean, literally. Yes. We used to talk about this on the show and then when his when we were first alerted to alleged mental health issues um i say alleged cuz i don't know what his actual situation is and i don't care but that first became a narrative in the public uh eye a couple years ago and now we're doing it again and it just makes me wonder if and maybe it's because of the world that we find ourselves in in 2020 like i just don't buy that that's even a real thing like kim like Cause what? Cause you would actually tell people what Kim is doing behind the scenes, or are you just trying to create interest between these two so that we are constantly paying attention and we have an interest in what's going on with them? And oh, by the way, why would we want to be interested in what Kim and Kanye are doing, even though you're going to say to me, and I'm sorry, I'll shut up. No, I, they that... and they ended their show. Why would they want to keep getting their name in headlines? That's exactly where I was when I started to react uh, visibly to you because it occurred I didn't to see me you visibly react. I know, but you did. I wasn't looking. Oh, okay, fine. I was visibly <laughs> reacting because it occurs to me: what do we think they're trying to do? The they're Kardashians. trying to move to a streaming service, and what do they need to do in order to continue to garner interest as they move to a streaming service? They need you to get eyeballs on their stuff they need to keep you interested in their personal lives and so what if this like kim is considering her options they're not going to make any announcements they're not going to move forward with anything until they have the next thing secured when they have the next thing secured we're going to have an episode of a show called kim on her own where you know we're going to see you know the inside details of her marriage breaking down you know it's going to be part of the storyline of whatever this new experience is. Yeah, this is just, I I mean, again, I'm sure there's actual bleep hitting the fan behind the scenes. I would not doubt that for a second because as much as, you know, celebrities, nothing is real and everybody smokes, um, as we like to say here on the Colleen and Bradley show, as much as all of that is true, um, like a lot of what's happening is real. Like there's real stuff happening. Mm-hmm. It's just that like, constantly speaking directly to tabloids to get attention that is that it it doesn't even matter what the real is 
right? Because right. the real doesn't need to be in tabloids. Because there's real stuff going on behind the scenes with celebrities day in and day out. There are celebrities who have severe mental issues uh, or mental health uh, concerns. There are celebrities who have drug and alcohol addictions that have um, affairs. Like all of those things happen because they happen to all of us. On a, you know, like right. That's a, just a human. That's human. So it's not that there's nothing going on. It's that the putting out of stories, whether they're right or wrong, should tell us that somebody wants us to be talking about them. And I think better to point at the fact that they've announced that they are ending their show. And the speculation is, um, by all accounts, that they are searching for a streaming service. And I think that you have proof that you're going to share in our D-Bag segment about... Chris Jenner thousand percent about Chris Jenner lying and telling lies well that relate back to the idea that they are um you know the, the story she's te- that she told Ellen about why they're ending the show which we can actually they- talk about because I there's another element of that story that makes her my d-bag but it's not this element um but you are correct Chris Jenner appears on today's episode of the Ellen DeGeneres show. And Ellen asks her very specifically about the rumor that she would be uh, joining the Real Housewives franchise. And of course, Chris expertly spins it by saying, oh no, I think I would do it just to go on once in a while and be with my friend Kyle Richards. But as far as me doing a show like that regularly, there's just too much going on in my life. And they do not need a Kris Jenner on that show. They are doing just fine. But uh, she goes on to talk about the cancellation of the show. Yeah. She says, quote, it was kind of sudden. I think we but were it talking. It canceled. Uh, yeah. She didn't say it was canceled. Well, no. So. Um, You're saying the, the ending the end of, of the show. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That the ending of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, she says, quote, it was kind of sudden. I think we were talking about signing up for another couple of years with our network and suddenly just all came to the decision as a group that the whole family felt it was just time. It just sort of it just sort of came to us. And then, of course, said that Chloe is the one that is so emotional and all of that. Oh, get that girl a Beano endorsement. So, that like, Chloe. Seriously? Tummy that's tea. just all doo-doo. Because, uh-huh. like, oh, we just all sat around and suddenly we're like, let's just walk away from all this money. Right. No, right. no that's they not just saw, what's happening. And I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying that, like, you know, be informed. Buyer beware. Mm-hmm. You know, reality show emptor. Whatever the Latin would be, caveat. I don't know. It sounded good to me. Mm-hmm. So, this is just this is just the fairy tale that they're trying to tell with Ellen. Um, I mean, it's one thing we can be grateful to Ellen for is that celebrities are willing to, you know, um, come on her show and lie about <laughs> what it is that gets them <laughs> everything out of in the morning. about everything. Trust us about it's so everything. obvious. Can we just like let's just like. Um, do you have any, uh, Holly, do we have any, like, um, Nostradamus music? Nostradamus? <laughs> yeah, That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, hold on a second. Keep talking. I'll get because something for you. it's so obvious what's going to happen, right? Like, I can see into the future. We need, like, a Team Cobra scribe that, like, writes all this stuff down and then checks it when it actually happens. Because I do feel like we're predicting the future pretty yes. beautifully. We should really just mm-hmm. create a tab on our... Show grid. 
I mean, hold on, let me do that. We'll forget it's there, so don't worry about it. I know, like all the other tabs. FYI, anybody who uh, knows what we're we have a we have a Google spreadsheet that we all use, and we presently have approximately twenty tabs, and I don't know what half of them are. Yeah, they're all just you know shows Mm. plus get exclusive content for the low low price of four ninety nine a month. I mean, don't you think that that's exactly what we're likely to see? It's so uh, obvious. Yeah. It's exactly what's going to happen. Maybe they'll just buy Quibi. Well, with remember, Quibi, no, or with, with, a with a K. Because Quibi K-W. is looking for a new buyer. <laughs> yeah. I, well, that would work. KKW, Quibi. And again, to our point, we've talked about this. There is a Kardashian-produced show on Quibi. And they are no strangers to the digital space. Remember Kim Kardashian's Hollywood app? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that thing still a thing? Is that still out? I don't know. We had a... Uh, we, oh, we the have, app? No. Yeah. Because remember, they shut down their apps. Well, they shut down the subscription apps. Yeah, but not... Remember her game? Kim Kardashian? Oh, yeah. That yeah. thing was like a moneymaker. Yeah. yeah. You can still get it. Look at that. Look at that. That thing was making money hand over fist um, for them. Uh, before we go, I do just want to notify you guys on one of our tabs on our shared Google Doc. Yeah. It's Sheet 18, by the way. Um, it just has the lyrics to the Bette Midler song from a distance. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so in case anybody's wondering if we're doing work on our shared Google Doc. From a distance, <laughs> yeah. the world looks blue and green. There you go. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we will be connecting with Elizabeth Reese from a distance. She'll be giving us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The one and only, the two and only, Elizabeth Reese is here <laughs> with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. How goes it, Elizabeth? Still here, guys, hanging on. Oh, man. Nice to be with you today. You like to cook those babies long, don't I you? I do. I have the gestational period of an elephant. Well, yes, you know. That's exactly what sure happens. Are you sure there's only one in there? I am positive. All right. Well, I guess you Nobody can't be 100% really positive. Knows. There was a woman who had like a shadow baby. She yep. just recently delivered. I saw that. Yep, a baby. Shadow baby. And then it was nine minutes later or something. Yeah. Contra- Traction started again, yep. and she gave birth to another baby, and she was doing a water birth. Yep, <gasps> and the baby had been perfectly positioned behind yep. like the second baby, behind the first baby, so they never saw the baby in ultrasounds. And they don't do, you know, you don't do an ultrasound every day; you just do a couple of them. Well, and she, I don't think she had had them. Oh, actually. she hadn't had any ultrasounds. She had had like one very early, and then she didn't because she had other children, and she her pregnancy was going really well. Oh, so she was. Oh, just trust like, me, it's all good. Twin parents are all about any other twin story. So we oh. were digging very deeply into this. That is fascinating. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I think we're set with just one. You never know. Is where we're at right now. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's you never know. Um, okay, let's talk about Lizzo on the cover of Vogue, the October oh, issue of Vogue. Love her. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is a really stunning cover. I mean, it just is beautiful. Is this and the Marilyn Monroe thing? Yeah, she's wearing this um, Valentino dress, and it's like kind of roughly, and it's sort of floating up on one side. It's beautiful. So she um, has some interesting things to say about the term body positivity. She says that it has been commercialized and appropriated to the point where it's kind of losing its meaning for the people that it was originally intended to help. So here's what she says. Now you look at the hashtag body positive and you see smaller framed girls, curvier girls, a lot of white girls. And she said, um, I feel no ways about that because inclusivity is what my message is always about. I'm glad that this conversation is being included in the mainstream narrative. What I don't like is how the people that this term was created for are not benefiting from it. So Lizzo goes on and says, Girls with back fat, girls with bellies that hang, girls with thighs that aren't separated, that overlap, girls with stretch marks, you know, girls who are in the 18 plus club. They need to be benefiting from the mainstream effect of body positivity now. Mm. But with everything that goes mainstream, it gets changed. It gets, you know, it gets made acceptable. Mm -hmm. Um, And she said, I think it's lazy for me to say that I'm just body positive at this point. It's easy. I would like to be body normative. I want to normalize my body. And not just be like, oh, look at this cool movement. Being fat is body positive. No, being fat is normal, is what Lizzo has to say. I, You know, I just respect so much that she has a voice in this process. Yeah. Because that's what it is, is it's a process, um, both for her and for the public, mm-hmm. to try to understand what, the, what this concept looks like. Um, and I just appreciate so much how she examines it. And and speaks eloquently about it. Yeah. And everybody loves Lizzo. Everybody loves Lizzo. I do think, you know, I like her message of kind of pushing the boundary and pushing things forward from body positive to body normative. Yeah. She said, I think now I owe it to the people who started this to not just stop here. We have to make people uncomfortable again so that we can continue to change. Change is always uncomfortable, right? And of course it is. Um, but... You know, what I've noticed is that it's just becoming so much more normal to have diversity in bodies in advertising. Now it's almost kind of shocking if you just see women that are a certain, you know, ideal size. And I put that in air quotes Mm -hmm. um, in advertising because it's becoming much more normal. Like when you swipe through an article of clothing, you're like, oh, that top is cute. I'm generally seeing it on like multiple women, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. And, and in Lots of mainstream just advertising. And that's a huge step forward. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with showing more versions of humanity as it actually exists. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And it just presenting it as normal. Yeah. As normal. Um, Okay. Mariah Carey is doing a lot of publicity because her new book is coming out. And she did an interview with Oprah for Apple TV Plus on the Oprah conversation. And she's talking about Derek Jeter and that that her relationship with Derek Jeter was the catalyst for her getting out of her very toxic relationship with Tommy Mottola that she's talked about many, many times. Um, She said he was a catalyst that helped me get out of that relationship because I believed that there was somebody else out there for me. 
And um, she said she wrote two songs about him for her 1997 album Butterfly, My All and The Roof. Those were both about Derek Jeter. And she says she was head over heels in love with him. But looking back now, she knows he was not the one. He was simply the right person at the right place at out. the right time to get her out. Yeah. yeah. She said at the time she thought he was the love of her life, but she thought she would never meet anybody who wouldn't feel superior to her because Tommy Matola had beaten her down so badly in this marriage. Ugh. Right. You know, yeah, it's it's one of those the the thing about Mariah Carey, I mean, she's had such a long and storied career, yes. but that was certainly a chapter that was incredibly formative for her mm-hmm. and was also so toxic. Yeah. So, she had a lot to say about Derek Jeter coming from a biracial household too and how that impacted her view of her own family. It's really interesting stuff. I love Maybe it. A well, lot of stories out of this book. That's I think true. So. Elizabeth Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that dirt alert. Thanks, guys. Hey, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. Uh, and we'll play that after this on okay, iTalk 1071. Let's do it. We are gonna give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 12:30 right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone today? Callie. Who's on the phone today, Holly? We have Marta on the line. And what is Marta playing for? Marta is playing for this. A MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. All right, Marta, you ready Thanks, to play Elvis. the 30-second <laughs> pop culture challenge? Sure am. Fabulous. Timer will begin after I ask the first question here. How are you doing over there, trainer? Here we go. <laughs> Jedis and Siths are groups from what fictional movie universe? Star Wars. Gwyneth Paltrow won her Oscar for a performance in what movie? Uh, Shakespeare in Love. Boys and Juice are songs by which singer? Um, Pass. On the Six was the debut album of which performer? Oh, Pass. Uh, who is the lead singer of the band Blondie? Um, oh gosh, I don't know these music ones. Oh. <laughs> Boys and Juice are the song. Oh, Marta, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Marta. You did not win the 30-second pop culture challenge, but you can try again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Let's go back and get the ones that she did not get correct. Okay. Boys and Juice are songs by which singer? Lizzo. On the Six was the debut album of what? performer jennifer lopez who is the lead singer of the band blondie debbie harry yeah and now that we've answered all of those questions we can move on to solve some mysteries and we do that in the form of blind items that holly's brought for us in this segment we call blinded by the item blinded by the item oh just a little dabble do you that's nasty oh sorry that wasn't supposed to happen (laughs) wow uh we don't have to do this segment if you don't want to bradley (laughs) My finger hit something. Go ahead. All right. We'll still do, still do these. All right. Here we go. Uh, this one's confirmed, by the way. Shots fired by the Madam Procurer sexual, serial sexual assaulter. Those pictures she leaked are just the teeny, teeny tip of the iceberg. 
She just wanted people to know that she has receipts. Yes, queen. Oh, I don't know about this. Elaine Maxwell. Yes. But you do know because we talked about these photos. The photos, I'm assuming, are the ones from oh, Pedophile Island. Of that other lady. Yeah. That's right. Ooh. Uh, Mariska Hargitay. No, it was Marchink. Uh, March. No, it wasn't. March. That's not even her name. What's her name? It Mar- was like Nadia. Mar- Marcinka? Nadia. But what's her last name? Oh, <laughs> like, why are you not understanding? No, because I think it's like Marching Kova. Mar- Marching Kova, you're right. Okay. We got there. I knew I was so, onto something. I was like, why is Nadia so hard for you? <laughs> <laughs> so, shots fired by Ghislaine Maxwell. Whoa. So, those pictures that Ghislaine leaked are just a teeny tip of the iceberg. She just wanted people to know that she has the receipts. So. This yeah, is because, she's oh man, there's going to be some you. stuff. Some stuff mm-hmm. is going to come out. Yep, about some stuff and people and p- things, maybe even you know what possibly that sound places. Is? That's the sound of the cruise ship SS nasty coming for you, nasty people. That's nasty. It's nasty. Like uh, if you're a certain powerful leader, yeah, or you once were, mm-hmm. I think you better be scared. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. Gillian Maxwell, not me mm-hmm. or Colleen or Holly. No, please don't poison us. Thank you. Yeah, and the thing that you should actually be a uh, 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 scared of is your past coming back to haunt you. Yeah, just be scared of yourself. Yeah, Whoa. I mean it's all you made the decisions. You made the. That's right. Now I gotta say, NT lawyer being slow on the blind item gossip draw today. Because so, you know why the celebrities why? are celebrities are being so really lazy right now. Just not doing their job. It's true. Okay, so let's go with this blind item. This A A minus list dual threat actress who is an Emmy winner slash nominee and an Oscar winner slash nominee has a serial cheating significant other. To end it, she started having threesomes with him. Ooh. To end it. Well, to end the cheating, mm. she's like, well, why don't you just bring them along and I'll you know, do things so stop cheating. Okay, yeah. wait, hold the phone. This is, so there are some, there's some there, math involved here that I'm not apparently carrying the one on. There are three people that mm-hmm. are in this comment section that people are naming. Okay. It could be either. She's of, a they, dual threat actress. Does that mean acting and singing? Or TV and movies? TV and movies in okay. this case, yeah. And she's okay. A.A. Minis. Yeah. So, a couple names. Three names, actually. Reese Witherspoon. That's one of them. <gasps> and one is someone who just revealed a new relationship, or at least the identity of the person that she's in a relationship with. Katie Holmes. Halle Berry. To Colleen? Oh. Which would be interesting because she just debuted that relationship. So if this guy is cheating already. Anyway, so anti-lawyer saying either Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman or Halle Berry have a serial cheating significant other. And to end it, they started having threesomes with him. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, everybody has different solutions to issues in their lives. And that is an interesting one that I am... That is interesting. Yeah. So when you're solving for X, you yeah. you carry the D. You bring the X. That's nasty. <laughs> you carry I bring the, the D. D. <laughs> oh, uh, I see what you did there. Algebra. Next. By the <laughs> um. 
So do you want... We need the one. The one that we've already solved. Yeah. The vin- the, we'll bring the vintage one. So this is a blind item. I already read this. To, true story. We already read this when we were producing the show before we came on mm-hmm. the air. But we are going to share this one. So see if you can solve this. More like mm-hmm. months ago. We've been talking about Actually, this probably more than that. rumor for you. We dabbled in the mm, occult mm-hmm. and that Eddie Murphy was freaked out. When he had this conversation with Sammy Davis Jr. back in the early 80s. So, um, there is a YouTube video of the 10 famous Satanists. Oh, fun. Of which you have Jane Mansfield, Sammy Davis Jr., um, let's see who else is, oh, Marilyn Manson, Liberace? What? Did you know Liberace was a Satanist? Could it be? I do just want you to know this also. Um, apparently, in Sammy Davis Jr.'s bi- autobiography, Why Me? He actually talks about his dealings with the Church of Satan. What? Yeah. Apparently, according to the autobiography, his barber was a member and invited him to join up. And he did join. And he attended the meeting uh, that was full of, quote, alleged debauchery and women. Uh, he does say that his ties with the church were true, but they weren't. But it, he was not very involved. But he did apparently oh, he was make just a casual Satanist. Apparently, <laughs> he did make a pilot sitcom called Poor Devil in the early seventies. It was a show about a demon trying to work his way up in hell. <laughs> it's true. My God, the pilot failed to be bought by NBC though because religious groups were against it. He did later leave the church, but he did say he still had friends who were Satanists. I don't Satanist. feel like you ever leave the Church of Satan. I feel like <laughs> once you're a member, you know, and, Satan's going to call oh my God. call they, on you when he needs you. And the whole pilot is on YouTube. I found it. And the description for this, Sammy Davis Jr., during his early 70s Satanist phase, <laughs> oh my made this unsold TV pilot with a plot that plays. You guys, Can we play the like, theme song? It's so I don't weird. I, I'll have to. Well, there's dig not going to be any. Well, yeah, of course not. I just don't know if there's oh. like an actual theme because, oh, okay, here, like. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a theme song. It's Sammy Davis Jr. I mean, no doubt he sings, right? Or taps, tap dances it. Yeah. Is she listening? Are you? I listening think so. To she's yeah. she's screaming she's it for sure us. There's no swears. There's no swears in the. Well, I'm just trying to find the theme oh, okay. song because maybe this is a treat for a different day. Because it's a hot prospect. Yeah. Well, I've got him here on the monitor, and you were right. Really? He's exactly what you've been waiting for. Can you come up right now? Oh, honey, if I come up there now and Lucifer catches me, I'm going to be in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> Oh, honey, you can't get in more trouble than what you are right now. Is that Kathy Lee Gifford? No. Oh, it's so. See ya. 70s Satan vibe. So this is the theme. What's this show called again? Poor Devil. Poor Devil. Oh my gosh, it's very Austin Powers. Very. Oh, listen to that silly devil. Oh, Christopher Lee is a guest star. Oh, that makes sense. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Adam West. Is Christopher Lee Satan? Uh, You know, I don't know. Haven't had an opportunity to make our homework watching this. Okay, friends. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I think 2020 is going to be 
the year I start watching bad TV. Because last night I watched The Masked Singer. This is also the woman who used to watch Hillbilly Hand Fishing. But go ahead, please. Make it 2020. As inspired <laughs> yeah. by you, my friend. Um, and then I watched the show that came after The Masked Singer. And I want to tell you what you're missing. If you're missing the bad TV yes. train, uh, I'll get you a ticket after this on My Talk 1071. Uh, so in the never-ending search for family programming, I've been watching a lot of bad TV on The Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Okay, so every night I'm like... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Looking for something that we can come together around the good old boob tube, uh, like a family situation we can all get behind. And uh, Dancing with the Stars has proven to be okay. Because the kids are curious about Carol Baskin and want to watch her dance. And so, okay, we got that nailed down. Last night as I was flipping through channels, The Masked Singer was on. And it was the premiere of The Masked Singer. So I watched that. And I will tell you, I am curious about the, The Owl, which is like the first duet one. So I'm now I'm in. I'm hooked. Okay. On The Masked Singer. Yeah. But that's not why we came here today for me to tell you about The Masked Singer. I want to tell you about a show that I watched that comes on after The Masked Singer. Okay, what, pray tell, is this show you speak of? Okay, I had never heard of this show ever before. It's on Fox, and it's called I Can Hear Your Voice. I'm sorry, I Can See Your Voice. I Can See Your Voice. And it's on Fox right after The Masked Singer. So this is a game show. And I guess this was the first episode. I had, I didn't. Oh, so it's new. I guess it is. I I couldn't tell by watching it, um, and I didn't know. I was like, is I I had not heard of it. I didn't know anything about it. This is the best worst show on television. Okay. Okay. Tell me more. So here's the. It's a game show. There are four celebrities who are there basically to kind of give their opinions to help the contestant. The contestant has an opportunity to win up to $100,000. Okay, that's a lot. And there are like four rounds or five rounds to get there. What they are trying to do is identify from a pool of six singers who's a bad singer and who's a good singer. Okay. And the people that they, the singers, all they have is like an archetype, right? So there's like maybe their job or their hobby. So there's a golfer. And there's a mathlete, and there's a, ro- a, a rock climber, and a football player, and a stylist. Okay. And they, each of them has to lip sync for the contestant and all the celebrities. The good singers are lip syncing to their own voices, and the bad singers are lip syncing. Oh my Lord. I know. It seems confusing, but trust me, it's ridiculously fun. The bad singers are lip syncing to good voices. So the job and you have to figure out who's, who's got the, got good the voice. and who's got own. the bad voice. Yeah. 
it's I'm like, who thought of this concept? It's like, will the real good voicer sing up now? Serious. That's yeah. like that probably was the name that they left on the cutting room floor because yeah. it was too much. But last night it was um it was like Nick Lachey was on. Uh oh, I'm not talking to you, Siri. She thought I was talking to her. Quiet. Um I'm rude. It was so rude. Um Nick Lachey was on uh Kelly Osborne was one of the celebrities that Carol or Cheryl Hines was there and it's all hosted by Ken Jong. So it is so stupid good and I found myself it's an I think it's an hour long. I found myself like committed to it. Huh. And the whole family was around the television trying to spot who the bad singer was. And could were you good at it or um, I mean, was, are you able to sort of or is it just total crap shoot? It is kind of a crapshoot because they do sort of get in your head because you remember everybody is lip syncing. Yeah. It's just that some people are lip syncing to their own voices. Yeah. And, and some you people probably are... tend to think that people who lip sync well or probably have a good voice, but then you don't know that. They could just be good lip syncers. Right. And what's a drag queen. What's really funny about it is they're watching their body language to see if they seem to know how to hold a microphone right or how to work a crowd right. Um, and there was this one guy who got up there and he looked like he was the golfer is what his thing was. He looked like he had never, ever picked up a microphone and sang a song before in his entire life. And when he had to sing his actual voice to expose whether whether he was a good singer or a bad singer, he had an amazing voice. So it's sort of like, I mean, honestly, it reminds me of what was her name? The one who was on that Simon Cowell show, you'll get Susan this. Susan Boyle? Thank you. Like how when she walked out there, everybody thought this is going to be a joke. Yeah. And then she started to sing. Well, then, but then don't you the just automatically descended. go, well, the one that I'm least likely thinking is the best singer. Yeah, but see, then you the get in your singer. own head because there's six of them and you, you have to, like, you can't, it's not as easy as you think. Yeah. Anyway, it ended up being super fun because you could play the win? home game. So then, yeah, so... Then what happens is at the end, it's kind of hard to explain and I'm not doing it justice, but at the very, very end, the contestant can give up the 50,000, I think, or 60,000 that potentially they have won and go for the duet round. And that is worth $100,000. So they can say, like, I'll just go home with what I've already won. Yeah, like, I'll or take the $50,000, Alex. I'll take the risk for the duet. And there's Let's one person deal. left, right? And there's one person left. So then they have to decide if that person is a good singer or a bad singer. And then that person does a duet. Last night, they did it with Nick Lachey. And it was the stylist, sorry, spoiler alert, and he had an amazing voice. Okay, and this is on what again? It's on Fox. Fox, it's, all right, it's and it comes so on After Masked good. Singer. After Masked Singer Perfect. on Thursday nights. Well, you got something else Or to on watch. Wednesday nights. Yeah, see? Um, so that's that's my tip for you. Uh, and when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of singing, what is your favorite TV theme song of all time? Oh, no, there's so many. I know. 651-641-1071 will take your calls. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 
how would you like to come home to a bartender who will fix you any cocktail you want? I'll have an old-fashioned. I'll have a margarita. Now you can with the Bartesian Home Cocktail Maker. Bartesian is a sleek machine the size of a coffee maker that makes premium cocktails at the touch of a button. Choose from over 50 different cocktails, from classics to the most exotic premium cocktails served in the best bars today. You'll always get freshly mixed, perfectly balanced cocktails with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. And now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever at bartesian.com bartender. Entertaining? The Bartesian is ideal for parties. No need to stock all kinds of individual mixers for complicated recipes. Every guest gets the cocktail of their choice in seconds. The Bartesian makes a wonderful gift for anyone who loves a fine premium cocktail. Now get Bartesian's best Black Friday deal ever. It's available right now, only at bartesian.com slash bartender. That's B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com slash bartender for Bartesian's best deal ever. Only at bartesian.com slash bartender.